0: Hey there, this is Erica, and you're listening to Mommy Needs to Eat Too, empowering bad bitches from all walks of life. Now, at the top of the show, I just want to let you know that I have a Patreon page if you're interested in some exclusive content, maybe some bonus episodes from time to time, and you will also be able to ask me a question every six months. Anything you want to know, just ask, and once I start having guests on the show, you will be also be able to ask any question of one of my guests every six months. I also want to let you know that anytime I mention a product or service, it is not sponsored. I am not receiving any sort of benefit or payment for mentioning mentioning it. I only bring it up because it's something that I like. Now, without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. <music> All right, this week I am going to be talking about my dog, Betty, a.k.a. Betty Boop, a.k.a. the Boopster, a.k.a. Boopsta the Poopsta. And the reason I want to talk about her this week is because uh, last week she uh, had a couple of seizures in the middle of the night. Um, spoiler alert, she is okay, uh, as far as we know. <laughs> um but I'll get to that in a few minutes. Uh, First, let me take you back to Betty's humble beginnings. Um, I was married to my first husband at the time and I really, he had two dogs and I really wanted my own dog. So I'd convinced him to go to either Petco or PetSmart because it was a dog adoption day. And you know, he was like, okay, we're not gonna get a dog. You're being ridiculous, blah, blah, blah. So I go, I'm sorry, I start looking. And I see this uh, set of littermates, and they all look like they're um, Australian Shepherd, mostly brindled. Except one, who's a little bit smaller than the rest, and she is black and white with a little bit of brindling on her legs. And in that moment, I absolutely just fucking fell in love with this dog. And all of these little pups had um, names that started with B. So there was like Beatrice and Barbara and mine was Betty. And it just, it felt right. So I actually kind of kept the name, but also kind of changed it to Betty Boop. Cause I have always loved Betty Boop. Um, so I, you know, I asked the, the sales associate if I can take her out and hold her and play with her and my husband at the time was like no you're not getting this dog and I just looked at him and I was like come on and so I ended up adopting her from the beginning she was very timid and shy um, a little apprehensive even and that just made me love her even more. <laughs> So when I adopted her, she was not quite three months old. Um, Her birthday is January 9th. She was born in 2013. So she will be nine next month. I'm, I can't believe, I just can't fucking believe it. My baby is almost nine. So, um, I fill out all the adoption papers and, you know, I take her to get her shots when she's, when she is past three week or three months and get her uh, the, the adoption fees paid for her to get spayed and chipped. Like I said, Betty was very apprehensive, very shy, uh, timid even, and just afraid of new things and new people. And, you know, she was a pup. That's that's to be expected, I think, to an extent. However, she never really grew out of it. <laughs> she's, she's a lot better than what she used to, but she's still... Very timid, and um, she she used to never bark. Anyhow, so Betty, like I said, she's black and has a little bit of white, a few white patches on her, and she's got some brindling on her legs. Um, she, according to uh, the people at either Pet Smart or Petco, she is an Australian Shepherd Beagle mix. Which, first of all, take a moment and think about that. Um, secondly, her birth certificate actually said that there was some Boston Terrier in there as well. I don't know how legit that is and I don't know if that's just solely based on her coloring because she is black and had a little bit of white some white markings like a Boston Terrier does. Um, and I, actually I lately I've been thinking about um, purchasing that in bark DNA kit and just so I can actually see what she truly is but it's just so damn expensive. <laughs> Anyhow. I've always just called her an Aussie Beagle mix, and that's that's my baby girl. She really, really helped me get through my divorce. Um, it was a rough time, of course, you know. I moved into an apartment, and bless her heart, she was so, so good. I had a studio apartment in downtown St. Louis, um, and you know, I would take her on walks every day. They had like a little, a little rooftop dog area that you could take your dog, and they had to go to the bathroom in these rocks. (laughs) It just seems so unnatural for a dog to have to go to the bathroom in rocks, but, and of course, I had to pick up the poop with the bags they provided, and, you know, Betty and I were pretty close anyway, but this this was a really good uh, experience to bring, bring us even closer. And did I mention, she is smart as a fucking whip. I had this dog potty trained and crate trained I mean within a week or two she was so she still is so fucking smart sometimes too smart for her own good <laughs> a funny story about her is that she she likes to tell on her um, on her sisters. <laughs> she likes to tell on her sisters uh, for instance, We have an American Bulldog, and we did have um, a long-haired wiener dog who recently passed this past summer. Um, Both of them have a habit and had a habit of urinating on the floor. And, you know, when when one of them would inevitably do so, she would come and, like, and she still does come up and jump on me and, like, has that look on her face like, Mom, 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 Mom. Like, she's such a fucking tattletale, but... (laughs) That's what I love about her. Uh dude in a Jeep just drove by picking his nose. Very cool. <laughs> this is what happens when you record in your car. Because you forget your microphone at home. So you're recording on your cell phone and it's just... It's probably shitty audio. I know, right? I sound like a goddamn broken record. Anyway. So, back to uh, my studio apartment in downtown St. Louis. Um... I say she's very smart, but she's also not smart. She does some really stupid shit. She likes to eat things. um, And specifically, uh, it was, I think it was the day before my birthday. I was, had only been in the apartment for a few months. And all of a sudden this dog is literally shitting blood. And I start flipping the fuck out. I'm like, Tears in my eyes, I'm like, girl, you can't fucking leave me yet. I really, really need you now, and I need you to be okay. So, she calms down a bit, or she she uh, she stops using, she stops pooping, and so we go up back up to my my studio, and within a few minutes, this dog she's just going crazy because she had to poop so badly, and there was just a little spot of blood on the floor where she just could not hold it. And that's what I always tell my husband about this do- this dog. She just is so, so determined not to use the bathroom on the floor that even when she was shitting blood, this dog <laughs> would not fucking shit on the floor. <laughs> like, So it's shocking to me that now she seems to be another uh, floor pisser, which is just frustrating. But anyway. So it turned out she ate a stick and she pooped out a stick. And that's why she was shitting blood. Um, And, you know, at the time, obviously, I had just moved into a studio apartment. I was going through a divorce. I could not fucking afford to take her to the vet. So thankfully, I didn't need to. And she ended up being being okay. Later on in February, I ended up being laid off from my job. And long story short, my now husband... Invited Betty and I to live with him. (laughs) And now we're married and have two kids. (laughs) But anyhow, he had the, um, his, uh, little long-haired wiener dog at the time. And I'm, I'm telling you what, that dog taught my, taught Betty to be a real dog. She taught Betty how to bark. She had never fucking, maybe once or twice had barked. And (laughs) like taught her how to be outside and run around and it it was just really really great to see see her teach Betty to be a real dog (laughs) because previously I had always said she was very cat-like and actually she has snipped at a few people which is something I never thought one of my dogs would do but I'm telling you she is just so well she used to be so terrified of people And I, I really, I don't understand it. I don't know why, because like I said, whenever I adopted her, she was not even three months old. So I wouldn't think that something so traumatic would have taken place and really affected her that severely that early in life. But maybe I'm wrong. If you're a a dog psychology expert, let me know. (laughs) But seriously, I just, I never... I don't know why in the world she just came out timid and anxious and terrified of everyone. Maybe that's just her disposition. Maybe she needs some doggy Prozac. I don't know. And there's nothing wrong with that if she does. That's my baby. (laughs) I mean, I've never been cruel to her or anything remotely like that. And I I don't think my ex-husband was either. I mean... If anything, he cared more about the dogs than he cared about me. (laughs) But really. (laughs) So now we're going to talk about the reason why we're talking about Betty today. Uh, Last week, I think it was Thursday night, um, I was laying in bed with my daughter. Um, She's two and a half. And because she can't fall asleep on her own because we completely ruined her as a baby <laughs> with in terms of her sleeping habits. Uh, trust me, we learned, we learned. And this second kid, I tell you what, I fucking put him in bed and he's not asleep yet and that little man just fucking falls asleep on his own and sticks his little booty up in the air and just goes right to sleep, usually. So, <laughs> let me just tell you, we, we learned our lesson so anyway, I'm, I'm lying in bed with her, and you know, I, this is an every-night thing. This is part of her bedtime routine. <laughs> if you have any tips or suggestions on how, on how to break this, please reach out to me, because I don't want to be doing this until she's 15, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't mind it. I like to cuddle with her. But anyway, so I'm lying there with her, and I usually have an AirPod in my ear so I can listen to a podcast while we're literally just lying there, and I heard what sounded like thunder, and it's mid-December, and I'm like, well, that's fucking weird, which, as it turns out, maybe that was some kind of premonition or, f- like, foreshadowing because earlier this this week, we had storms rolling through the Midwest and even some tornadoes, so I don't know. Am I psychic? Maybe. So we're lying there, and I, again, I hear this, like, sound that it just sounds like thunder. Again, I had my AirPod in, so, you know, everything is kind of muted. And the cat s- jumps off the bed and runs into toward the living room. And then, of course, my daughter then decides that she needs to sit up in bed and jump out and says, Mommy, come on. I'm like, okay. So I pick her up and we go to where the source of the sound and it's in the living room. And Betty is stumbling around in circles. Um, her back legs are just not working. And I look down and there is, look, appears to be urine on the floor right where she had just been. And I'm saying, Betty, Betty. And she just completely not even acknowledging, acknowledging that my daughter or I are there. So I don't know if you've ever come upon a dog seizing or even a human seizing, but it is fucking terrifying. It is very disconcerting and I went into full on fucking panic mode. And you know, I my my instinct, initial instinct was to you know, hold hold Betty and try to keep her from falling all over herself, but at the same time I'm like wait a minute my mom instincts kick in and like, no, because something is clearly very wrong. So she is very, very likely to bite my daughter. So I, and I have this moment of like, where I'm torn, where I want to stay and help my dog, but at the same time, obviously the safety of my daughter trumps that. So I run into our bedroom and my husband is, bless his heart, he was in a dead sleep and so I jump on the bed and I'm yelling his name, yelling, yelling, yelling. And it takes a minute to wake up. <laughs> and, and Side note, our daughter yelled his name. <laughs> so in the moment, I couldn't appreciate the humor, but now I can. <laughs> so he finally wakes up. He's very groggy and he's like, what's going on? I said, there's something really fucking wrong with Betty. Like, I need, I need you. I need you to come assist and help. You know, I don't know what you can do, but I need, I need you. So about that time, Betty had finally mostly regained the use of her back legs and was no longer incoherent, and um, she followed my husband into the bathroom, where where he kind of checked in on her, and um, I told him what I had, what had happened, and he, I was like, "Do you think she had a seizure?" And he said, "Yeah, that's what it sounds like, or maybe even a stroke." So then I start googling bad fucking idea, folks. I start Googling, you know, dog seizures, dog strokes, and I'm trying to figure out what in the bloody fuck has happened to my poor, poor baby. And about this time, she starts acting relatively normally. You can tell she's upset because normally when she sleeps, she'll sleep on the couch or... She uh, will sleep on uh, one of the dog pillows. She just she likes to have her space when her sleep, and I I respect that because I am one hundred percent the same. I don't need somebody on top of me while I'm trying to fucking sleep. So I get it, I get it, Betty. But this night, she had once she had finally regained use of her legs, she jumped up on our bed and would lay down, and then she would get up and kind of walk around and lay back down and. This was just a a pattern that kept repeating itself until finally we have these uh, CBD chews for our dog. So I went and I got her and the other dog some of those. And after that, she finally relaxed and laid down. And so I'm Googling, you know, what what can cause dog seizures. And fun fact, maybe not fun, but a fact. So seizure disorders in dogs typically do not present... uh, Later than five years of age, so that was that was um, some consolation on one hand, but on the other hand, she could have been seizing because of um, a head injury, eating something poisonous, um, some sort of adrenal fatigue. (laughs) I mean, so at this point, I'm like, okay, I feel a little bit better that she is not epileptic, but not really because if she ate something poisonous, she might be, like, dying. I might not have her tomorrow morning. So I, I look, I look down and I'm like, girl, I'm not ready for you to go. Like, I need you still. I need you still. And, you know, my relationship with her has certainly changed since having my own human children, but this whole incident made me realize that I still fucking love this dog so much and, you know, I would do just about anything for her. Um, so about four hours later, about midnight, uh, she wakes us up seizing again. Um, thankfully she woke my husband up as well this time and he went down and held her so she wouldn't, um, hurt herself any, any further. And, uh, she was foaming at the mouth and she urinated again. And, um, it was very, very tough to listen to. So I start Googling again, and I'm like, okay, what, what, what is what is happening? Fine. Thankfully, the rest of the night, she was fine and has been fine since. Um, my husband and I started talking about it and realized this might not be the first time this has happened. So either this past summer or the summer before, We the dogs were outside, and we I think it was this last summer. We got a knock at the door from our neighbor boys, and they're like, "Hey, something's wrong with Betty. Something's wrong with Betty." So I'm like, "That's my baby. I'm flipping the fuck out." We run outside, and her again, it's like her back legs just would not work, and she's kind of going in circles. And my husband goes out there, calms her down. Um. We're worried that she broke her leg or broke her legs because she had been having some hip issues, so we were really concerned about that. And so I go in and I get her crate, and my husband gently places her in there, and, you know, we carry her inside. And, I mean, that was that. That was it. The, The boys next door told us that she had, like, been running around and flipped. And we had, um, it was... Let's see, we didn't have our, um yard leveled at that point. So there were some holes in the ground. So we don't know if she she tripped and, you know, was running and tripped or, you know, what the hell happened. But anyhow, back to present day, my husband and I were talking about it and we're like, what if she hit her head and she had a seizure out in the yard? So (laughs) because we, you know, if she had, you know, urinated all over, we wouldn't have noticed it. But looking back, that seems to be <clears throat> the best the best thing that we can come up with. Um, so we think maybe she, she hit her head last week and caused her to have a couple of seizures. You know, like I said, I'm going to knock on wood, but she's been fine ever since. Or I was reading today that uh, some dogs just have idiopathic seizures, which idiopathic means there's no no real cause no no determined cause it's just one of those random fucking things that happens so that could very well be it too because, fun fact Australian, Australian Shepherds are prone one of the breeds that are more prone to these idiopathic seizures so, good news Betty is fine she's my baby and I know some of you are out there like why don't you just fucking take her to the vet I know, I know However, <laughs> resources right now just don't allow allow for that time. You know I you know I could it's you know Christmas time is coming up. I could go to the vet and you know max out my credit cards that I just fucking paid off this year. <laughs> but at this point, it doesn't make sense to me to do that because a, she is completely healthy, normal fine now, B, money, C, time. And D, I think it's one of those situations that we would have to go through all these testing, and I feel like the vet would say, well, we can't replicate this this, um, this symptom, we can't replicate a seizure, so we can't really tell what's happened, is, what, is how I foresee it going. Now, if she has another one anytime soon, you bet your ass I'm taking her to the fucking vet, because, you know, she's she should still have a good five or six years left in her. That's the story of Betty, Betty Boop the boopster, boopster the poopsta, my sweet, sweet baby angel pup, my little puppet, and that leads us into this week's treat yourself segment. So this week I want you to go out and steal a dog, just kidding, <laughs> god, so this week I want you to go out, um, find a dog to hang out with, climb over your neighbor's fence, uh, go to your friend's house, and completely ignore your friend just to hang out with the dog, because um, that's not weird at all. No, this week, I do. I want you to find a an animal that you can spend some quality time with. I know it sounds silly, but I feel like animals um, have a very healing nature. Uh, some animals, not all of them, but I mean, you we've all seen the um, the commercials where that the dog is introduced to the cancer patient in the hospital. You know, so on some deeper level, I do believe <laughs> that dogs and cats and other animals have this very healing property about them. So this week, I want you to spend some time with an animal, preferably a pet, not, you know, don't go crawl in the the lion cage at the zoo, please. And it doesn't have to be a dog. It doesn't have to be a cat. I mean, shit, my nephew has a gecko. And I, you know, if that's, that's your thing, then by all means, go hang out with your fucking gecko. If you don't have a pet, you know, there are all kinds of shelters. Um, there are adoption centers. You know, we have Petco, PetSmart, where you can go just visit. And hell, you may end up with a new baby. <laughs> but just this week, go and hang out with, it, with an animal. And if you have a pet, spend some time with that pet. And remember why you first got that pet in the first place. You know, just spend some time, snuggle up. And let let some healing happen, because I, like I said, they, they definitely do they do feel and they do heal on some level. And that's all for this week folks. Uh, we'll talk again next week. Love you guys. Bye bye Thank you so much for listening to Mommy Needs to Eat too. Now, if you can do me one big favor, I would so appreciate it. If you would go on Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave me a rating and a review that is going to help other people find me and spread the message that your needs, your dreams, your desires, your wants all still fucking matter. And while you're at it, if you are interested in some extra content, check out the Instagram page mommy needs to eat too. That's mommy needs the number two E-A-T-T-O-O. All right, folks. Thanks so much. We'll check in again next week. Love you all. Bye-bye.